Emma. All right. <laughs> I was like, why did you say my name like that? <laughs> it's that just crazy. Uh, maybe the most fun name to say because of that one TikTok <laughs> with the Aussie chicks. <sighs> I've never Hello. seen it. Oh, you haven't? Oh. No, okay. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Well, I'll um, send it to you after we're done. Okay. Hello and welcome. It's hard lord time. It's hard lord time. It's hard Bo, lord time. Hi. <laughs> How's it going, Bo? It's going. It, um, I'm steamed, brother. That's how you're it's he- going. You're heated. You're fired up. I'm fired up. It's 4th of July. Fireworks are going off. I can't have my damn air conditioner on because the Aurora Borealis is fucking going yeah, they off. They can't see that. That's just Zoom. Come on, brother. Oh. You got to think fourth dimensionally. Fuck. Well, you should uh, see real it. Real quick, beautiful. let's apologize for the audio from last stream of from my microphone. We're still working on that and trying to figure out why all of a sudden I got real loud. Sorry. We'll figure it out someday. But more importantly, Bohan, <laughs> we have a very special guest. Who do we got? My good friend Emma from Dying Wish, the legendary metalcore act carrying the torch for the genre. Emma, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. That was the nicest introduction ever. Mm. It's, I mean, it's, we're honored to have you. The first woman on the show. It's true. Whoa, that's yeah. crazy. Come on. That is <laughs> we should talk about that. <laughs> we should, well, we've been, we've, we've tried. We've had like fair. six episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. We've tried. Yeah, we have but, tried. It's an accurate but, uh, ratio, yeah. How many, this is also like week three of trying to get you on, so. And that, and we don't have a guest every time, Emma, so why don't we. It's true. That's true. <laughs> Sorry. You know what? It's my fault. I've been really flaky. Mm-mm. Apologize <laughs> about that. No, 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 oh. no, no. no. The first of many women, okay? Yes. But yeah. you have the honor of being number one. Emma has Thank a you. very thorough scheduler, day planner. She's it's a scheduler. True. We learned she, that. Every, she penciled us in. Every detail of my life is in that thing. It's all the way over there. Otherwise, I would show you. We're also starting like five minutes early. So, so. thank you so much for being flexible. <laughs> for booting five <laughs> minutes out of your day for us lowly folk. Of course. You've been going hard as fuck the past couple of years. Yeah, it's um, especially like the last year, um, you know, we've been, I think we did four full U.S. tours since September, technically. So, yeah, it's been busy. Wow. Four U.S. Yeah. tours? Oh since September and it's July. So that's four tours in nine months. That's that's a busy boy. Are you... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for asking. Um, it's been like kind of shocking and very overstimulating. It's been um, an adjustment to make for sure, mm. but I'm doing well. Um, I just like am trying to find the balance on the road because we haven't really toured very much before the pandemic. We did like, you know, a couple weeks here, like a regional support. Um, but I'm trying to find a balance for me because it's like gone from being in the pandemic and staying home and, you know, really enjoying my company by myself and then being surrounded by five other people every single second of every day. Mm. So it's an adjustment. One of which is Gabe Becerra. <laughs> that's true. And Shout I know out what that's Gabe like. the pigeon. Um, <laughs> you've also, before these many tours started, 
pumping freaking raw iron two to three days straight at a time. Oh man. How is that yeah, on tour? Cause I, I, I haven't toured since being a guy who cares about his, uh, well-being. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious what that's like. It's hard. It's hard because here at home, I go four days a week. I have a four day re- uh, a week routine. And then on the road, you know, I go to planet fitness yeah. Gabe and I, Gabe and I will go to Planet Fitness in the morning sometimes and like, you know, we'll work out and then take a shower. But um, like when you haven't eaten anything in the morning because you wake up in the parking lot of a Planet Fitness, like that can get kind of rough. You do and, that? And um, yeah, sometimes. Wait. Are you guys a hotel band or are you just roughing it? It really depends. Um <sighs> We like hotels. Yeah. 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 Totally. That the Acacia Strain tour was such like a blessing because we played two shows in every city. So Mm -hmm. we got a hotel or a place to stay like every other night, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, But Pedro and Sam love to rip overnight drives. If it's like six hours or more, we'll drive because like it's just easier to get to where we're going and then, you know, figure out everything day of and not have to like stress about loading in, you know. How old are they, Pedro and Sam? We're all the same age. Um, Andrew is 29, actually, I think oh, now. But okay. we're all like 27. I turned 20 in September. Um, we're all like kind of in the same age range there. 27 was the beginning of the end for years truly. <laughs> That's yeah. when every part of my well-being started falling apart. Other limbs mm-hmm. started farting? Straight up. <laughs> just doesn't make sense i'm sorry man i'm still on I, the and one. i don't have insurance i haven't been able to get it checked out you know? oh geez well i'll just listen to a couple farts once we wrap here and i'll let you know <laughs> i can diagnose them pretty good at this point uh waking up at in the park in the parking lot of plant fitness to me i'd be yeah. like how well how well do you sleep are you a good van sleeper or are you is it you wake up like fuck another day they have a whole setup spur. too Tell, we do, tell them about yeah. your gimmick, yeah. So we have a sprinter van and a trailer, and um, it's a <laughs> it's a freaking Freightliner diesel, so it's a big mm. thing. Wow. And two seats up front, and then there's Gabe's bench right behind, so he always sleeps on the bench right behind um, dr- the driver's seat. That's where and I then sleep, there's, too, Gabe. Right now. Yep. He, That's he the loves Alec that spot. Bench. He claimed it day one. Mm-hmm. He learned that from Alec Faber, who... <laughs> Who we learned a lot from the easy way or the hard way. I get, I get motion sick. So if I can sit up and be by like the air or whatever, that helps me. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's my favorite. Yeah. Sometimes we'll sit there with the light on, um, like after we leave the venue and he, he and I have this bit cause I like, do not like what the, when the lights are on at all and he'll just have the light on and just like chill while it's like really dark. And um, while you're that's in, like mo- a- in motion, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's illegal, Gabe. My dad told me. <laughs> he doesn't care. It's funny. Um, but yeah, he behind was... that, we took out a bench. Oh, sorry. Continue. No, 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 I want to no, talk no, about no. Gabe as much as possible because he's Yeah, we could hilarious. do that. Yeah. No, this and he'd is... love that because I know he's going to watch. This is your time. I don't want to interrupt you ever. Okay. Um, well, r- real quick, behind Gabe's bench, there's like, we took out a bench. So there's just the floor. And then we got this mattress pad. That we put a fitted sheet over and we put the mattress pad mm. on the ground and then there's the back bench. So two people sleep on the mattress pad, 
one person sleeps like on the back bench and then there's the driver and someone will sleep passenger. And like the guys will tell you this too. I'm like kind of spoiled when it comes to like sleeping spots. Cause like my instrument is my voice and like I need to rest. So I usually sleep pretty comfortably in the van, but I would prefer a hotel most of the time. I can't, I can't believe that you can like, I sing too, you know, <laughs> nobody, nobody understands that about, about this, the sport that we're in, Emma. Now, everybody yeah. just says, fuck you. You're on your own. You piece of shit. And <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm thinking about the, the second someone turns on a light in the harm's way van, <laughs> the second, like Chris, Chris is a sauce man. He loves, if we get Taco Bell, Fire sauce, it's going on, right? And yep, and it'll be it'll be like light on. Yo, you don't want that light? Like every fucking time. He like That's me. That that vine of like, holy shit, what the fuck? Like that. That's James. Like Taylor can't stand a light. Yeah, that shit cannot be on. So we we generally don't eat in motion Mm. so that we can eat with the lights on. Mm. That makes perfect cause, sense. Because Taylor's a big like, <laughs> it's a it's illegal. I'll get yeah. pulled over. And you know what's funny is I get secondhand anxiety because I don't want James to get pissed. So I'm like, turn that I'm light out, man. Too. James is gonna get mad at us. <laughs> you don't Dude. like him when he's angry. Oh man, yeah, it's illegal. <laughs> we can't so, like go through drive-throughs anymore. So like, because you're sprinter, we just. The- because of the yeah. trailer. Holy yeah. shit. The trailer. We'll get stuck. Sprinter. I mean, I don't even think it's so tall. It's like over nine feet tall. I don't even think we could make it. So we yeah, just some, like, no. yeah. Sprinter in America feels, band. it feels taboo. You well, know? dude, there's no transit. Uh, everything's a transit now. Oh, so the so E350 like, is just gone. It's gone. Wow. That's why we, we were trying to sell ours. Cause we were like, well, maybe we can make and nobody, we got, we had no takers, but so it's hey, Sprinter or a, a thing you don't passenger, What? It's Sprinter or a thing you don't fit in? The the it's well they have the transits and it's all individual seats. Even the benches mm. are like scooped so you can't lay across oh, them without dude. like a board or some gimmick. I'll you know? quit music. It, yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You put dude, me in the that other thing, thing too I'm though is like swinging. Nick and Chris are the kings of like we stop at a rest stop and there's a Denny's mm-hmm. and they'll like Chris will go in and get like an order of scrambled eggs. What? And go? then be in the it to go, and then be in the van uh, and need the light on, you know. So it's like it's not that we're all eating. Chris just decides like I'm gonna get some fucking eggs from Denny's or something. Scrambled Chris, eggs in the van is brutal. Yeah, I that's there, I don't know. There's there's very few less mobile foods than a scrambled egg. <laughs> Wrap it in a tortilla or something, brother. So Gabe, huh? What's wrong with him like now? I feel like I created the monster <laughs> that is Gabe. Oh, Gabe. He rocks. He's, um, I think a lot of us tend to be like a little quieter and like, you know, we're like a, we're like a jokey band. Like, you mm-hmm. know, we've got a lot of bits and stuff, but Gabe's just like kind of, um, he's like the most talkative one. And he's like always like doing some crazy stuff to like make people laugh. Like, I don't know. He's, he's an entertainer for he's sure. He's like a jester. He's the dying wish <laughs> local jester. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the clown sad. He just juggles to to get dying wish laughing. He's always like <laughs> screaming or like I don't know. Just <laughs> he does this like ah! like scream that I don't know. He's, he, he's I feel funny. like so. 
He he had done like one other tour when we we initially brought him on tour, and it was he referred to it as the Momentum tour because it was he <laughs> toured with Momentum for one and two. It was the only tour he had done. So every <laughs> sentence had a trigger that was like, "Oh, this one time in the Momentum tour," and we. I, I feel like he's thriving now, you know, and I love to see it. He's doing great, but we prepared him in like the most brutal way possible. Cause it was basically like we had to train him, you know, he wasn't ready. <laughs> the, the, well, the how bo- much older are you guys than, than he is? Cause Gabe and what, I are the same age. So what is he? 27, mm. you know, so we're kind of like on the same <laughs> You don't want to answer that. I see. Kyle, I got Kyle's it. frozen. No, I froze. That's fine. Oh, you oh, okay. actually froze? Yeah, I did. Uh, was, is he is he 27? I think so, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, I'm three years older than him, but Sean Martin's in the van. Mm. My brother's in the van. Alec Taylor's, is in the van. Taylor's my age. Taylor's oh, Alec. I, Alec is 33, I think. 32, okay. 33. He'll let me know. He'll correct me after this. Um, <laughs> so I'm the closest one to Gabe. And I, so I'm like, I gotta be the nice guy, you know, when Alec is throwing fucking shoes at him and whatnot. Um, well, it, you know, he needed it. I'll be, even Gabe would be like, yeah. I needed it. <laughs> I needed the Everyone shoe in Dying Wish loves Gabe. Like he's literally like the sixth member of the band at this it's, point. He's our tour manager good. now. It's not that we don't love Gabe. We love Gabe. Yeah. And that's why it was like, Gabe, I have to, I have to. I have to punish you so that you can thrive, you know, yeah. suffer Dude, to return harder. Terror well, was thank you. notorious for that, for, for, <laughs> for road dogs. And it, it started with buried alive too. There's like Look at a, Andy. <laughs> yes, that's right. Well, the guy who used to sing for convicted Charlie mm-hmm. road dog with buried alive and terror for a long time. And there was like a story. God, it was either. I hope I'm not fucking, I'm going to, I'm fucking the story up in one way, but it was either the buried alive van, like caught on fire or it was the fall boy van. Cause he mm-hmm. toured with them as well when they were in a van and reached in, he was in his underwear cause he was sleeping and it was hot. The van caught on fire. They all got out and then he <laughs> reached in and grabbed a bag of money, but he grabbed a, the coins oh. be, because we're talking nineties and not the, the paper money, not the bills. <laughs> Not the pills. So his money did jiggle jiggle and didn't <laughs> fold. Yes. Very sad. Emma, I, you know, I, wow. we got a couple, we got some stock questions here now, but we'll get into the, uh, the, the specifics of this. We'll, we'll, we'll finish off with food. Cause that's, that's, that's where one. we like to really go off the fucking deep end. And, ve- and, and she's vegan. So, oh, so we're going to, we're going to disagree, but also I guess we'll get into, so you and I, kind of first spent like extended amount of time each with each other on that twitching tongues vamakara thing right mm-hmm. but did we did we meet at monty's monty's good you remember burger? that yeah yeah you remember that it was me you dom and other yeah yeah <laughs> um <laughs> i think so here's the thing i think that we've probably met many times before sure. like whether it be like a show in Portland, because I remember you guys like playing a basement and then you played analog and then Rainfest. But like that was the first time we'd ever like actually like met met. Like hello. Monty's, mm. yeah. Hello, I'm blank. Hello. But I'm was blank. that was that not after that? I feel like it was before. 
I, it had to have been before. I met Dom on the Twitching Tongues tour. Then and it then was. I was then it was after. With Dom. It was after. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but I, that was like, that was like peak eating disorder mania for me. And I'll <laughs> never forget. I'll never forget that day because I walked there, and that's like eight miles from my apartment. Oh Holy my god! Shit. So Jesus, I was man. like, I got there and I was just like. <gasps> Emma, we I definitely remember met spending fifty dollars. Yeah, sorry. Definitely. I I was no, just gonna okay. say I remember spending fifty dollars on uh on food at Monty's that day. I've never gone back. No. <laughs> oh, uh, the 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 sea was angry that day, and I'm the fucking sea. <laughs> Bo, what were you gonna say? Uh, Emma, <clears throat> did you book shows at Hawthorne, or were you working? Like do like running the show or like what was you what were you doing in the in what capacity there? Both. Um cool. so I originally the first thing I ever did at Hawthorne was book Trapped Under Ice there. And then um oh well I I was working as a stagehand for some reason. Okay. Um because uh I was like looking to get into production. I worked trapped under ice. And then um, I Trapped became Trapped Under Ice had stagehands? Um, well, I booked that show, and then I believe, um, yeah, any show at the Hawthorne, you have at least one stagehand wow. and front of house that also helps load. Hawthorne's a cool venue, actually. I enjoy it very much. We always, like, it's always good every time we've played there. I think we've only played maybe three or four times, but... Have I ever been al- there, Emma? <laughs> Would you I know? I don't think so. I don't mm. think so. Um, a- that's like... <laughs> Kind of a rare experience, Bo. I mean, I love the Hawthorne. Like, I grew up in the industry in that venue, and um, like, I'm really proud of the work that I have done there. But um, I've heard a lot of people say really bad things about it. So, no way, I'm glad that you I, liked it. Yeah, I had a blast. <laughs> like, like genuinely, all the shows were always good. The last time we were there, we headlined and Soft Killed played, and it was fucking awesome. I heard that every oh, band that yeah. plays there gets a stagehand. So. <laughs> That's but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd keep me coming. Any back. green room, it's the size of my closet, so that's and, like the big complaint. But yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. probably the only. But there's a dope grocery store right across the street, so you're eating yeah, good. And there's restaurants, coffee. Yeah, great venue. I actually really like it a lot. Kyle and I have a story. So we played there on the Black Dahlia tour that we did, and you know Emma, you know how there's like two green rooms on either stage left and stage right. And they're like raised. So Colin, if you like, if you go to like this, the there's like a sh- small stair set. And then if you go to like the landing that's in front of the green room, you can like look basically over the band playing from like either stage right or stage so left. If I personally do that, I can see the band. You, you got to clear it with Emma probably, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But on the, on the opposite side of the stage. So mm-hmm. literally across it was it was fucking Iron Reagan playing. Uh ah, was, Iron Reagan. Yeah, was a a representative from a record label mm-hmm. who was talking to us, who was interested in talking to us. And this person was just stare like we were watching Iron Reagan and they're having a cool like thrash set, you know, slots of stage dives and stuff, and he was just staring at us. Just from across the way, like the whole time. And then we like met him. Introductions were made. Took us out to eat right up the street, (laughs) and everyone ordered something. And you know, 
I think it was actually just me, Chris, and James because at the time Nick and and the other person who was with us, it wasn't Casey, wasn't just the band, blah 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. So we were eating, and Chris ordered. Um, Chris is vegetarian, and he ordered. <laughs> he ordered, you know, a salad or whatever. And record label guy said, "You fuck, have some meat." Oh my god! They took us to Wood Ranch. Oops. Um. That, that same label, <laughs> we went to Wood Ranch. So, so Colin ate good that day, but uh, didn't eat no fucking salad, I'll tell you ate that. Ate great, just, you know, learned about, just learned. Met met an individual who we hadn't met yeah. before who's very much from, like, the old school, you know? He is, yeah. You got to rock the fuck out of this place tonight, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was cool. It was fun. Uh, Emma. Yes. Do you have when I when I say worst show you've ever played? Is there something <laughs> that comes to mind that makes your that makes your body temp raise like four to eight degrees? Um, yeah, I have one. Um, that there was just so many things wrong with it that we I we left that venue that day and I was fucking pissed. You know, Ooh. um, it was when we were first a band. We were playing Houston. And it was a matinee show. Mm. Strike So two. already. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And uh, this was a long time ago. So I don't remember a whole lot minus the crowd was like, all right. And then um, after we stopped playing and I have the utmost respect for a lot of front of house people. Um, but, you know, there's like kind of like this trope of local front of house guys like being assholes it's and i mean it's guy, not it's not it's barely not a, trope. a trope it's 99.12 there's no it's not like there's smoke without fire yeah fuckers right if they don't have an yeah. ipad they're bad they're a bad person <laughs> oh man the ipad uh but yep. yeah no this guy felt the need to get onto the pa after we played and mock the way that my talking voice sounds no as compared to my screaming voice yeah and the rest of the bands had men in them. And so they all just were really mad about it. And I just remember being like, please don't just don't address it. Like, it doesn't have to be a thing. But I remember like every band that played for the rest of the show just got up there and like kind of ripped him a new one in front of everybody. And it was it just totally the tension in the room just like dropped to the floor. It was very strange. Oh, but that's good. Yeah, this was a long time ago. But, you know, we've been lucky to have tours with awesome, awesome, you know, bands recently. And even if, you know, it's not like the best reaction, like nothing really horrible has happened. So that's good. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I I, honestly, like, uh, like you said, I think the base, the, the normal instinct for a band that's touring with you is to be like, okay, well, fuck that guy. Let's, let's respond in our own way. And especially like you and I are friends. It would have been, the, I would have had the same reaction, would have felt the same way. But like, I, I don't understand that, like the mentality there, just to get, to get, be like, all right, well, there's a woman in that band. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta mm-hmm. figure something out. I gotta do something about that. <laughs> the guy, like, I, there's, here's, I, I got, I got something for that. Knock loose a Casey Strain and us. We're on a tour. We were playing, I don't even need to say where, but basically Taylor does the merch for Knock Loose. Mm-hmm. 
And for anyone who doesn't know, Taylor is is a, a, a lady and she does more than merch. She does lights and she's fucking incredible and genuinely one of my favorite people I've been on tour with. The guy who was doing she has merch, a master's degree. Did you know that? I, I had no idea. No, mm-hmm. my God. Is that true? It's not. But Brian told me she did. <laughs> OK, so. Well, OK, so the guy, uh, the merch count guy uh, was like. This isn't it literally was like, this isn't my first show or my first rodeo little lady. Oh, like, I know you, I know these numbers are true. I know you're sneaking stuff in and not to, you know, talk out of turn. They, they can't sneak stuff in because, mm-hmm. you know, they're very, they do very well. And she was just kind of like, what the fuck? And like expressed it. The whole tour kind of found out at the end of the show, everyone, the whole tour were, were like talking to each other, blah, blah, blah. And Devin. Big man from the case strain mm-hmm. pulls a, a Kramer going to get the statue from the dude's house, just goes and straight up grabs the guy by the scruff, brings him to the group and just goes, apologize. Wow. And the guy said, I, I don't want any trouble. I'm sorry. I realized I shouldn't have said what I said. Don't, don't even worry about the cut. Mm-hmm. So like, it's different than, I, I think the important thing is not to be like, it's to be like, Hey, you need to apologize for what you said. Mm. And you know you need to realize that the way you 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 didn't say that to James, yeah. who we were definitely sneaking merch in. Well, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? Like I've never not snuck merch. In. Exactly. You know. So it's like, hmm. Well, I wonder why he only fucking said that to Taylor when no one else was around. You know what I mean? So it's like pointing that out. I think is is key. That's an interesting Emma. Are, are there other? Situations. I, I hate I hate to go the route of like what's it like to be a woman in music because yeah, yeah. like but, obviously that's every fucking interview you'll ever get but the reality is the reality is like there's nothing cooler than being a woman who rocks in music you know I I don't think there's I don't think there's a thing that people naturally want to gravitate towards more than that if you're I, not an asshole yeah. you're yeah. gonna look at that peripherally and be like all right well I have to support this because it's cool i pop for it be for like influences so i think when when younger girls who aren't sure where what they're maybe capable of or doubting themselves or whatever see you or see reba you know mm-hmm. see uh, people in bands who aren't the typical like metal guy or whatever the fuck like i that's for me i think that's the coolest thing on earth like that's my favorite shit because that's what right. got us all into music right it's like mm-hmm. our heroes or whatever right um yeah, like, I don't know. I, I think a lot of like the really um, gross stuff that I dealt with was probably, you know, a good five years ago when we were super new. And mm. ever since then, there's been this huge, um, you know, surge of women and, you know, other like, like non-binary, like femme present- presenting people being in bands. And um and so I think it's definitely more common now and there's these conversations happening now. So it's not as weird. Um, and that's awesome because, you know, it's, I can see it becoming normalized in real time. The more that, you know, bands play shows, we play shows and just as time goes on generally. And I feel like you guys could probably see it too. Absolutely. 100%. Mm-hmm. Each, each generation leaves their mark in a, in a very special way. And uh, things just kind of get a little easier for everybody for the next generation. And, and the way that 
you guys are doing that will will be felt for a long time. Wow. Mm. Well, thank you. It's fucking sick. You know it. Uh, That's awesome. I guess we could go into best show, but like, where's the fun in that? You know, (laughs) (laughs) I love talking shit. So, well, uh, is there okay? You know, and you can be as careful as you want here, but Mm. Bo and I have stayed in some real fucking dirt holes. We've talked about that. Uh, Is there a worst place you've stayed that comes to mind? Um, Probably my least favorite city in the world is Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Ooh, never been. Um, It's rough. Uh, We've played a couple shows there and just like weird experiences. And then, um, yeah, we, we, oh man, we stayed at a house there one time that was hard. Uh, (laughs) I, you know, like I... uh, I, I always appreciate when people want to offer their homes, but I don't think that certain people, if they've never been on tour, they don't know like exactly, you know, what is acceptable for six people to sleep in versus not. And that's um, flat, like, they're flat that's fishing. Like, that's almost yeah, flat fishing. Yeah, Colin coined it. It's it's like catfishing, but with their flat. And you just said basically what we said, like verbatim. Yeah. Verbatim it's like, when we were first talking about that. It feels shitty to say this, but like, uh, it almost feels like they care more about, Oh, like a band staying at my house than like, mm-hmm. actually like, you know, like helping a band out with a place to say, cause it's like, cool. You have tile floors and two sofa chairs and like, and a something towel like that. that you all share. <laughs> Not even. And this, there was, <laughs> there was one house that we stayed in and the shower was so bad and I literally stood in the shower and as I was in there, I was like, I'm getting dirtier by being mm-hmm. in here than I was before I got in here. And I just started sobbing. I've had two crying. moments like that where it was in, uh, one shower that was like freshly jizzed in. And oh, I was, the, no. I was the first person showering in there from the band. Fresh jizz. jizz and I, oh. I looked at the shampoos. None of them were a jizz like texture. So that was human. Uh, just, the second, just floating this, around, dude. dude, the second, have you guys ever stayed at a place with a well shower? No. Oh, oh, like, like that? well water. Yes. Yeah. Oh absolutely. yeah. Like you're showering in hard. Poop. No, it's poop. Oh, well it, it's sulfur. Yeah. It's, it's, poop. it's, it's sulfur. So it smells so, like farts. it's poop. No. So, so, <laughs> so. <laughs> I've, uh, dude, on, on warp tour, we took, Monster canned water showers. Right. That's that's better. I'll take that over the well, man. But it sucks. Wow. You know what I mean? It just yeah. sucks. Or like the communal showers on Warp Tour, where there's just like three hundred people sloshing around. Oh, like Ronnie Radke's in there. Cocking he probably had out. a shower on his bus, dude. You want to know a great? I I got to tell a quick Chris Mill story. He, <laughs> you're gonna love this. Did I tell the, the bus story about why he stayed on the other bus? No. So Harm's Way was sharing a bus with Every Time I Die, but there was we were one bunk short for everyone to have a bunk. Hmm. So Chris stayed with Unearth on their bus, and okay. we were going to do, it was a five-week tour. There was five of us. We were going to do one week at a time, um, which is disgusting because no one cleans those sheets. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So that's not never a good idea. I was going to ask that yeah. about your, your little van mattress, Emma. Yeah, you, <laughs> y'all washing that sheet on the bed? Um, I feel like 
Yeah, we do sometimes, but mm-hmm. we just okay. That sounds horrible. Um, <laughs> we do, <laughs> we do. I feel like we'd sooner just like uh, buy a new sheet. That's yeah. like a thing that Dying Wish would do. Yeah, respect. Do you, yeah. yeah, we love buying stuff. So sorry to interrupt. Well. No, no, not at no, all. Sorry. So like the week is coming up, and we drew cards for who had to move. And I think Casey was next, and, and Chris was like, "Hey, Casey, don't even worry about it." Like, I'll, I'll just stay. It's just like, you know, whatever. And, and obviously like none of us were really tight with Unearth. We're all really, so it's like the fun bus versus, you know what I mean? It we turned out to find, be the fun bus versus the nice bus. It was the fun bus versus a bus with a shower on it. Oh. Found out like four, four weeks in. So Chris had the jackpot <laughs> and didn't fucking Literal jackpot. <laughs> Literal jackpot. Wow. I call that strategy. He's a smart man because he got yeah. fucked, and then but but you fucked yourself trying to fuck him. He didn't get fucked. We were Ancient all gonna proverb. get fucked. We were all. But he got get fucked first. He Bo. got. He was first in line. That's the get. hardest one. <laughs> <laughs> we all know that. Um, I I've never asked this before on the show. I'm gonna ask everybody going forward. Yeah, yeah. So it, this is good too because when we have people back, we can we can ask them this. Yeah. And I've I have. So I'm not gonna think you're crazy if you say yes. Okay. Emma, <laughs> have you ever seen a ghost? Oh, yeah. Instant. You didn't even hesitate one second. Neither of you I saw literally a ghost. will take, I will die by this. What um, did you say, Bo? I, I said neither of you have seen a ghost. No Shut one has seen a ghost. Shut the fuck up, you piece of ever shit. On earth. Shut up. You haven't seen what I've seen, man. Oh, um, Emma. Fill me in. I lived in a house when we first moved to, so I lived in Southern Oregon. Until I was like 13, almost 14. And then we moved to the Portland area and we moved into this house and it was brand new Mm. um, and built in Oregon City, which is like the oldest established city on the West Coast. If I remember correctly from the history I learned from the place I lived for so long. (laughs) But um, (laughs) and so there was always like this really eerie feeling there. Um, And I had like a theory that it was like built on top of like some old graves before like like cemeteries were a thing or something classic move now now i sound crazy but no i I was gonna say the same thing (laughs) um i swear to god i saw a cloaked figure float across my living room one time and other things had happened but i was only ever home alone and it was like Mm. preying on me because i was like new and young and like living in this new environment and didn't have any friends. And I felt like it was feeding off of like my energy and it was evil. Wow. Just a malignant presence. It was scary. But what's your fucking problem? Huh? I over there smirking. No, no, here's my thing. I don't, I do not disbelieve people. Uh, I don't think people are like making shit up. I I really genuinely don't. I'm crazy. But I think, I think there's like lots of weird shit can happen when we're sleepy. Lots of weird shit can happen when you daydream. I fucking thought I time traveled in high school once straight up. You did. No, I, was I fell. There. I fell. As- <laughs> <laughs> you remember me? Yeah. No, I just, um, I think that there's a lot of like, there's frequencies that we can't hear. There's oh like kinds of light that we can't see. Oh my God. There's lots guy. of things that we don't know how to perceive. There's literally nothing I can't see. Okay. And I know that because I saw <laughs> ultraviolet ghost. light, x-rays, radio no, waves, stuff I like can that. See those. I'm, I'm seeing them right now. And one is saying <laughs> fuck Bo. Um, I don't, I, I, I have never seen anything. Okay. I would love to. 
It's not, that's not. That's your journey, man. I've only seen one and I was in the right place at the wrong time. I believe in paranormal things, but I don't believe in a, any kind of a, uh, afterlife explanation. I'm with you. I'm with you. And that's what, that's what is so complicated for me. Cause like to believe in, to believe in like hell, you have to believe in God and uh, it's just not a thing. It is, it's like provably untrue. Um, Mm -hmm. so, but energy, where does it go? Okay. I don't know. So, I think it's so, just, it just gets, it's, it either releases or it's gone forever. I will never, we'll favorite, literally never know. This is one of my favorite analogies for this kind of discussion when I've gotten into it before. You know, when you would take a cell phone and put it by an amp or a speaker and it, da 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It does a little number. That are two pieces of technology interacting. Uh huh. The analog speaker is like, I don't know what a cell signal is. Here's how I'm translating it. I don't really think that's, yeah, I don't think that's very different from what we're going on. What, what's happening when people see something. See, something is crossing your plane. It, yeah, it's energy. Yes, it's something else that we don't know how to perceive, but that doesn't mean it's fucking Casper. No, it, it was, I'll tell you. Yeah. Let me tell you. So the year was 2010. This was, this was my, yeah, scary year. <laughs> fucking, do I have the scary noise anymore? No. Nope, that was on the old one. <laughs> okay, so the year was 2010. Was my oh, you didn't update to the beta, so you can see. <laughs> I couldn't connect to the Wi-Fi. <laughs> well, um, I it was 2010. It was my first U.S. tour ever. I was playing drums for Alpha and Omega. The tour was Bane, Trapped Under Ice, Cruel Hand, Alpha and Omega. Crazy I tour. That. I remember that awesome. tour. Awesome. Not a bad gig. Not a Not single good. one. I'm sure. Uh, this, I think this was Nashville. And we were staying at a friend of Luis's, the singer. Luis is the singer. A friend of his, this girl Katie. Um, it was this huge house that had clearly been there for like a thousand years. <laughs> <laughs> Rough estimate. Uh, and there's like a party going on. So I'm, I, that's not my bag, baby. I'm want to go to sleep. So I, and Walter Delgado, the singer of Rotting Out was the, was the bass player of Alpha and Omega at the time. And that was both of us. We were like, let's get in there and fall asleep, which kind of in a situation like this, he and I are competing for quietest, comfiest spot. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's like, <laughs> out of the van, <laughs> beats me to the punch, goes up to, he, he discovers the attic before I do. There's Sleep a in the there's van. A, there's a long what the hell? I'm what it's hot. Yeah, an attic cool. isn't hot. No, there's AC, brother. In an attic? That's yeah. that's impressive. In a, a thousand know. year old house. Or there was a fan. But either way, attic with the that with like an open staircase versus van. This we didn't this was a different era, brother. You didn't leave the van on, you know? No, neither would I. I've just so I would have I would have melted in there. I would have rather slept outside. Dude, the third floor apartment here has AC and it's fucking a thousand degrees. And well, I, I, I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking this attic is haunted, so I'm not going to sleep in there. <laughs> but so, but what I came to realize, so Walter got there first. He was in the lone bed. He was asleep within like a minute. So I get up there about a minute after him and I'm like, fucking Walter took the damn bed. And so the layout of the room is like staircase going up to the attic. And then the banister from the staircase continues this way. 
gotcha. up top with like a bookshelf next to it. And the bed is at the end of the room. <sighs> so there's only one way you can go, right? You get up there, you, you spin around and you can go one way towards the bed. Gotcha. As I'm walking towards the bed, I say, oh, excuse me. Because somebody is scooting past me to go down the stairs. But they're not to the stairs yet. I'm not to the stairs. I'm like halfway to the bed. And it, let's let's just reiterate. What were you going up there to do? Fall asleep eventually. I wasn't super I'm just tired. saying, man. There's always like this no, common denominator. No. There's no common. There. The common denominator here is that fuck you. <laughs> so I... And as soon as I pass by this spectral ghoul, I realize, like, nothing, no, no physical thing was actually, <laughs> was actually in the room. And I turned around about a second after, like, your mind goes through yeah. this process so fast in this moment. We are like, excuse me, wait, there is no person there. And I turned around and there was, in fact, no person there. But here's the kicker. I was able to see it was a woman with dark hair in a white dress. About an hour later, I go downstairs because I'm I can't fit up there, and I'm talking to the person whose house it is. Her name is Katie again, and I say, Katie, is your house haunted? And she stops for a second and responds, Did you see her? And it was like, and then I was like, Can you please describe her? And she was like, it's a small girl. And I was like, dark hair. She was like, yes. And I was like, white dress. And she was like, oh my God. I guess she was, I guess she was a very sweet ghost who just walked around and stayed in various rooms. But that was enough for me, brother. Ghosts are real. At least one is. I guess I'm I'm kind of being semantical about what I think a ghost is. You know what I mean? I, I don't I'm not into the idea of like Patrick Swayze like doing stuff. Yeah, you know I don't I, mean? I, I I agree with you there. And I, I, mean, think I am into that movie. Don't get me great wrong. movie. But Sexy like that premise movie. of of what a ghost is, I just I don't it's not that's not my bag, baby. I agree, and I think that I would agree with you if I had never had this experience. But even if I had the experience, I wouldn't think of it this like you know what I mean? Like I, I really think that you'd it's like, be the guy in the horror movie that pisses people off or you just saw a ghost and you're like, <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, I would just, I would just think of it as, uh, as something that I can't, I, yeah, like I know people can explain wind. I don't know what wind actually is. Oh my God. Can, tell me what wind is Colin. Wind is your ass colliding with the fucking air and <laughs> your, your ass is so dumb. What that. it actually is is pressure moving past each other. But do you so you can people, you can describe wind. No, no, no. My, my point being, do you think people three hundred years ago knew that? No, they yeah, thought the wind sure. was fucking you know gods and shit. Honestly, when I was a kid and I stuck my hand out the window and we were driving, I thought the wind was um, Stay Puft marshmallows, like because <laughs> it feels like multiple big marshmallows in your hands when you're moving that fast. And I would always be so sad when I pulled my hand back in and there were no marshmallows. <laughs> Now, aliens so, and cryptids, I'm on board. I'm just not on, board, not on board. Do you think that fucking chupacabra is real? It's got to be. Shut See, I've up. also seen a UFO, so. Okay. You have? That, now, that I'm, that, now the, tell it. Emma. Okay. Emma. <laughs> UFO. And I guarantee you, someone who is watching this, I don't, I'm sure, has seen something similar. It was 
far enough away that it definitely wasn't an airplane, but it was it wasn't close enough or I'm sorry, it wasn't close enough to be an airplane, but it wasn't far enough to wait away to be a satellite. Mm. It was you could I could just tell by looking at it that it was in a part of the atmosphere that things do not normally stay in. And it was a bright red light and it was so fast. But you mm. it was so far away, but it was so fast. And one went up and the other one went up at the same speed and then a third one at the same equal distance from the first two followed the second one and they wow. were hovering up into the sky and then they just stopped all at the same time with the equal distance away from each other and then just buzzed there for a minute. Could you and I'm just buzzing? standing there. No, you couldn't hear anything. Okay. And I'm just standing there looking at it like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden the first one just shoots so fast. It just like shoots away and disappears. And then the second one and the third one. And it was just like very like, perfect like very methodical the way that everything happened like it was wild and i tried looking into it and i could find no explanation wow i feel like at this point there the government has all but said like aliens are for sure real oh yeah uh how long ago was that oh um 2014 15 2015 okay. drones were less common that long ago that's like okay Cause you know, cause you could, yeah. you could certainly pro they can program drones to like do whole shows and shit now, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, like at that a, time, a, a drone at night, it moves fucking fast and weird, you know? So I could, but yeah, at that time, mm -hmm. do you, do you, um, do you know, so Andrew Morrissey's fiance, Andrew Morrissey, who we talk about on the show every single fucking week without fail, his fiance, Emily Chancellor. Do you know her, Bo? Of course. Okay. I introduced Have you ever. Them. Have you ever heard her mom's stories? Wait, is it from where they, their family house is? She is no, she is like a an abduct like a UFO abductee celebrity. Well, uh, oh, I I I remember her mentioning this. I don't. We didn't like go into it. It's like a it's a thing, man. She's like like yeah. a multiple time abductee. We got to get name? her on the Do show. You know? Whoa, yeah, let's get her on the it show. It might be Elise Chancellor. I don't know why I'm thinking the name Elise. Elise Chancellor. I wonder Elise. if we should be putting someone's name out like that. That's true. I don't think that that's her well, name. So <laughs> I, <laughs> I made it up. It's definitely so, not her name. But I, I feel like she would love to come on and talk about aliens with us. I'd wow. fucking do it. I'd do it. Yeah. No problem, brother. Fucking let's go, dude. Um, uh, you ever, you ever uh, play, either of you ever play or been around in Reno and bring up Skinwalkers to the locals? No. no. The last time we were there, we were hanging out with, with a bunch of guys there eating tacos, having a great time. Barrel of laughs, these guys. Mm -hmm. Someone jokingly brought up skin, and they all just like, yeah, we're like, shut, shut it down. Would like you said, Large Marge or something? Straight up. Wow. And that. I like, my wife is from there. I'll ask her about yeah, ask her about it. Maybe yeah. she'll fucking shoot wow. me in the head or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love uh, like that. We're we're winding down here now. We're at the we're at the the forty eight fifty minute mark. Should we get into some some culinary? Are those all the the stock questions that you have? Yeah, I got best show, but like yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure because I I didn't read it very well. I'll just but every dying wish show is the best show, right, Emma? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm, I'm actually curious about that. Let's talk about this because I haven't toured post pandemic. <clears throat> so my perception is that like every show is sick now. Mm-hmm. Is every show it's, sick? Honestly, like, yeah, like there's a couple duds. There's a couple cities that have been duds for us. Like for some reason, Bo, I don't know. Every time mm. we play Chicago, they just, I don't think they care, but maybe, maybe we'll grow on them. Chicago. There, talk to your us, fucking people. Chicago took us 10 years to be able to sell out a 400 cap room. Wow. And that's, that's in no, I'm not exaggerating. Chicago's tough. Chicago is similar to LA and New York in only in the sense that locals have a harder time. Well, well, yeah, but also, also that there's so much that comes through. Hmm. Every tour is going to go to LA. If it's an A market tour, it's going to go to LA. It's going to go to New York Mm -hmm. and it's going to go to Chicago. So saturated. It not is. Juliet, I, you know what I mean? It, like not Peoria, mm. like it's going to go to Chicago. Even Milwaukee is kind of B market. So it's like yeah. there's, yeah, there's oversaturation is a good way to it's, put it. It's the same for LA in terms of, well, there's, it's really, you can't fucking predict it, but like yeah, pushing yeah. tongues at home took like four full years until we had like a good show. Mm-hmm. And we were doing, we were killing it in fucking Jacksonville. Dude, yeah, exactly, but, exactly. Harm's Way yeah. play L.A. or Boston or something? Oh. No, but it was fantastic. Boston's the GOAT. Fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, something about Chicago. So, yeah, our show's it. good, Emma. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I think we have a different experience here in Portland with our hometown shows because um, there isn't really, like, a ton going on in the scene here. <laughs> and it's not a saturated market, you know? Um, mm-hmm. It's far. It's, it's far. Um, so I love the Northwest and I think everyone should tour through here because it's beautiful and the shows are good, mm-hmm. but I understand. And, um, honestly, like this last show that we played, um, we played with Code Orange at the Wonder Ballroom, <clears throat> which is a venue I've always wanted to play. Mm-hmm. It's gorgeous. Um, big. And that was unreal. Just like playing, you know, to our hometown, um, and the reaction that we got, but shows are good. I think that our gauge for them, or at least mine is like, if there is at least one circle pit, Mm. that's how, you know, people are feeling it. Like people love to circle pit now, like, especially when we toured with like Limp Bizkit and like the motionless and white crew, like people, those fans don't really know what to do to our music, but if they're feeling it, and we're like, all right, give me a circle pit. Then they do that. And um, we actually started the last leg of the Limp Biscuit tour. We started to do a wall of death at wow. the beginning of Enemies in Red. And, and people were catching on to that. So, like, that's kind of my gauge, like, that crowd interaction. <laughs> if if, if the wall of death works, the show is good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That, hmm. That's a good gauge. I mean, with, Twitching Tongues is so different because, like, every, every city is different every time we play there. So I don't know how it's going to be until the third song. Outside of outside of California, what would be your like Twitching Tongues best city? Outside of California, probably yeah. New England. Mm. That's that's like, a big city. Like Boston. Oh, like like a small city? No, no, no. New England is not a city. <laughs> oh, I mean, but anywhere there is like it feels anywhere we play in New England is like it feels like a hometown show. Mm. 
Uh, I remember that Boston show. Um, where was it? The um, the Middle East? Is that mm-hmm. what that place is called? Yeah, and that one wasn't super crazy, but I feel like we were kind of just like our steam had had been deflated by then. But, at, but other than that one, I swear <laughs> to God, they were all good. Uh, you guys yeah, have a good experience in uh, San Antonio, Texas. Fuck yeah. Dude. Oh, yeah. I, I, I told you. Mo? Yeah, you did. You did. I was actually. the one who said San Antonio goes the fucking hardest, man. Man, they got something to prove there. Every Shout time. out San Antonio. I love it. But probably my favorite, if you want to call it Southern. I don't know how Texans feel about the term Southern, but if you want to call it that, easily my favorite place to play. San Antonio is fucking incredible. Never had a bad show there. Is San Antonio where Vibes is? Vibes. Vi- vibes or Fives. Mm. Vibes. Oh, yeah. Vibes, you know? There's a mall there. There's a big, nice mall there. Love that mall. There's the Alamo. (laughs) Love that that Alamo. You remember? I've never been to the Alamo. (laughs) I actually have never been, but okay, I see this a bit now. (laughs) (laughs) I got you. I got you with that one. All right, let's talk food, Emma. Yeah, let's talk food. Let's do it. What are you sweating? What yeah, you, tell me about oh, it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, me too. I'm starving. Um, yeah. <laughs> when you're, let's say, let's say your sprinter van is driving, flying down the highway, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see one of them signs that's like food, quarter mile. What's on there that makes you go pull the fucking van off the highway right now? Right now. Two things. Del Taco. Wow. Or um, Carl's Jr. Really? Really? The, yes. the Carl Beyond? I love Carl. Yeah. Mm. The Carl Beyond burger just changed the whole game for you guys, huh? It's great. Yeah, it's better than the Impossible at Burger King, but I'll eat that too if I have to. Yeah. Is that everywhere? Yes. Not McDonald's, right? It's got to be the holdout. No. No. I can't wait to go to Europe and eat McDonald's, honestly. I haven't had McDonald's in a long time. Get them fries. You're going to taste them for the first time. It's going to hit different. The McVegan is is outstanding. The McPlant? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it is, yeah. <laughs> we had it in Finland, and it was actually very good. Did they not have it here? No. No. I thought that was the whole idea, is that we were going to get it here. They, it's oh. like the test market was Helsinki. Oh, sick. <laughs> so, okay. Carl, okay, so what? Oh, I love Del Taco. I think that's a good answer. We don't. They have know. a ton of Beyond shit there, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't they have like ground beef, like Beyond ground beef? Mm-hmm. I think that's what Nick, good. Nick loves that too. Nick is our vegan. I get the yeah. I get the five layer burrito. I'm also the only vegan, but everyone else loves Del Taco. So mm-hmm. that's that's what rocks about Del Taco. Everyone can eat. They have a very expansive universal. menu too. Fries, the fries yeah. are great. Very, it's very expansive. The yeah. fries are great. The guac is great. The, the burgers burger, are great. The burger, right? Yeah. The, they got Del the Scorcho. Beyond. Love Del Scorcho. <laughs> they're, the they're fucking mis- their their fountain, Mr. Pib, Ooh. is out of this world. Better than Dr. Pepper. Hmm. Better than Dr. Burr. <laughs> <laughs> Can't quote. Um, interesting. Okay, now what do you see? On the sign that makes you go, keep fucking driving. And if you stop here, Emma angry. <laughs> Emma <Okay>. angry. This, <laughs> is, <laughs> this is kind of a new development for me. Um, I am currently on month seven of no Taco Bell. Um, I 
had Taco Bell on New Year's Eve, and I was like, I'm not doing this again for a whole year. I don't like it. They crossed you? I don't like it. But you know that varies by location. You know that the Taco Bellista who prepares your food, Mm. it depends on their mood. And that's why I don't, I don't fuck with that. And there's just too many times and I just, there's so many red flags and I just keep turning my eyes to the red flags Mm. of Taco Bell. Seven months. Yeah. So you, are you, are you, are you a Sodi girly? Not really. Mm, Um, I'll drink like Coke Zero or even like when we were in Vegas, we were going to go to the Taco Bell Cantina and I was like, well, maybe I just get. Oh yeah. Booze it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe I just get one of those, but then I felt like it was breaking the rules. So we went somewhere else. It is. Oh my God. It would be breaking yeah. the rules. You wouldn't right? have a That's little mommy water. Brother, at, she at, is at she's <laughs> seven layers worth of months into this wow. thing. Yeah. She's not going to do it. Could not be deep. me. Could not be me. The, the only Taco Bell near my apartment is the cantina in Wicker Park. And uh, mm. I, I go there. Yeah, you take the fucking bus there. We've talked about it before. Yeah, I take. I have taken the bus back from getting Taco Bell with my Taco Bell on the bus. You couldn't. There is no establishment. You couldn't pay me to fucking take the bus to eat. You walked eight miles for something you won't go back. That was that was recreational. (laughs) And I live. I like literally outside of my front door is is a bus stop. So I can track when it's coming, hop on, scan with my phone, and then I just stand for like four blocks and hop off. I don't believe mm-hmm. you. <laughs> I literally take We're the live bus right every day. I don't <laughs> I don't believe you. You take the bus every day? <laughs> yeah. Every day. Well, yeah. you I feel like you guys live in cities where you get on a bus and there's fucking flowers and harps playing. Yeah, that's Chicago no for sure, dude. No. That's Portland, how everyone Portland, would describe Chicago. Yeah. Hmm. Portland transportation is there's no harps? <laughs> um, no harps. Um, it's really easy to ride. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, for the most part, like it's pretty chill, but, um, I've definitely had some experiences except, especially as like a young person mm. for sure. Um, by myself, but yeah, um, I've, I love the bus personally. It's easy. I, oh, here's a bus story that relates God to you, it. Emma. The last time I oh. saw, no, not the last time I saw you, but on the Acacia Strain tour, I took a mm-hmm. bus up Damon to the Bee Kitchen, got off at Belmont, got, actually, I got off it early because I got super fucking nauseous. The mm-hmm. bus, like, moved, and I was looking at my phone, and I just, like, I get car sick really easily, so I was just like, Ugh. Got off the bus, walked, it was very cold out, walked to the venue, was nauseous the whole night. Saw you. Oh, thank you. There is. <laughs> saw you. Saw everybody. Took an Uber home. Sick the whole way. Mm. I remained nauseous for the next six weeks. Wow. In bed, waking. <laughs> six weeks nauseous? I swear to God. Good uh, God. I ended up having to, to take antibiotics. I had an inner ear infection from a sinus infection that I had that I was well over. <laughs> oh, my God. And it made me sick. I was wow. nauseous for six weeks. Lowest point of, of you're recent telling me, You're telling me week two, you weren't like, something's wrong. I went to urgent care three times. And they kept prescribing me like, oh, it'll pass. It's probably like inert um, vertigo. Here's anti-nausea pills, which uh-huh. make you sleepy. Right, right. Dramamine is no good. No bueno. You're sleeping good, mm-hmm. but then you're waking up. 
Dude, have you ever taken Dramamine? It's actually the worst sleep you've ever had. I have taken Dramamine for flights. You get like the Jimmy legs. Yeah, on flights. Definitely. And and I I, can't sleep on a plane. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. No. I can't sleep on a plane medication aside, so I just get really tired and I'm awake. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I can fall asleep anywhere. Uh, You're one of those? Plane including. One of those? You fucking X-Man. You're a superhero. (laughs) <laughs> what I was going to say, Bo, is I also had a stomach ache that, ache that night, but for a completely different reason. Do you remember what we were doing that night? Uh, four loco. Five Red loco. Bull. Five loco. Yeah. <laughs> There's a fifth loco? Um, so Cinco de loco? The idea, I don't remember whose idea this was. It was either Ollie's idea or um, probably Tom, actually. Mm. And from the Acacia strain and the, the idea was to get a four loco and they don't have caffeine in them anymore. So they don't mess you up like they used to. So you take a sip and then you put a five hour energy drink in it and then you drink the whole thing. I do remember that. And I made it probably about this far before I was like, I physically can't move. And the Acacia strain was playing and I felt so bad because afterwards they had just like chugged it and they were like having a like a great time and I'm just like I want to die. Your, your tummy hurts so so bad. <laughs> yeah, I I'm apparently um I'm too old for that, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the Acacia strain are a bunch of young bucks for sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Did you, did you ever have original <laughs> recipe for loco? Oh yeah. <laughs> what did it what did it do? Cuz I saw I saw a grown man like t- fucking taken to his knees by Original recipe for loco. Yeah, um, I definitely used to drink them in high school, um, but it would take me such a long time to drink them. And I feel like when I was younger, I was so disconnected from like my brain and my body whenever I would like drink or like smoke weed. So I just like don't even really remember. Like I probably like browned out or just mm. you know I we stayed home. Like you know we weren't about to get drunk as teenagers and then go like walk around and mm. be stupid. But, right. Yeah. Colin, you Pretty ever sure been drunk asleep. or high? I've never been drunk or high. Um, yeah, wow. so. I, you know what? That's not true because I've had surgery. Be aside from that, of course. Mm. And let me tell you, I know I've talked about it before. Huge fan of an of an <laughs> uh, love an opioid. <laughs> and that that's awesome. my fear. I think that's my that's why straight edge is so important mm-hmm. for me. Because now that I've tasted the good mm. stuff, mm. I think I would just be a wreck. If I ever break, I'm breaking like two uh, on pills. Oh my god! No, I'm going straight to. I'm hardlining stuff straight. Straight up. to heroin. Oh, yeah. I think that's the that, that's the plan. Um, Emma, do you have a favorite hard re- drug? <laughs> do you have a favorite uh, restaurant that isn't like a chain, like a place where if you're in the city that it's in, you gotta go? Mm. Oh yeah. Um, there's a place in Nashville called Gray's that I really like. Gray? Um, like the color? Gray's. Oh, Gray's. Oh, like to. Hmm. Oh, uh, Seattle. There's a place called Chumin Tofu Deli. Mm. That's probably my favorite. Um, yeah. I used to be a really Chumin. big Chicago Diner fan. And yeah. then the last time I had it, I was really disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Chicago Diner experience, it varies, but the fucking. And I've said this to James, and we haven't done it yet, but he refuses to accept. And he's lactose intolerant, so, like, really, he should be all over this. The peanut butter cookie dough milkshake from the Chicago Diner is the single— And, Colin, you you and I are on the same page. I'm a vanilla guy. 
I'm not a peanut butter guy by any means. They have I would, it. Without. I would borderline say I'm anti peanut butter. They would. They have it without, where you could just get the cookie <laughs> dough the and like chocolate. Point? Oh, it's cookie. All right, cookie yeah. dough is. I'm back in. Yeah, cookie dough is, is in any scenario. Too. But you know me. You can't beat a classic vanilla uh, um, milkshake. That's my jam. This thing is the single greatest like cold dessert I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I screwed up not getting a milkshake. I just got a sandwich. Yeah. Did you? Would you get the Reuben or something? Dagwood. No, I got a Cubano. Cubano. Oh, fucking love. You know, all this it's talk good. about just getting into sandwiches. I, that's my favorite sandwich. Really? A Cubano? The, the Cuban is my favorite sandwich. Some ham, a little mustard. Mm. Some cheese. So good. Yeah. A little cheese on there. I work at a restaurant here that does an amazing Cubano. So when I ordered that at uh, <laughs> Chicago Diner, I was expecting something as good, and it wasn't. Mm. So, Yeah. Chicago Diner is not the best vegan spot here, I think. Handlebar is my favorite, but I'm not a vegan. But Handlebar rocks. If you ever, I, I if you guys like come back, you, yeah, if you play in Wicker Park next time, it's right there. Mm-hmm. Is it? I, I, like, I've toured with vegetarians and vegans before, and they had a pretty terrible time most of the time. I feel like it's, it's, the world has changed. It's cheat, y'all are cheating now. There's some, there's some substitute for everything. Think about Earth Crisis. Oh, dude. Do? <laughs> Did you yeah. ever watch the DVD of them in Japan? Yes. They can't eat anything. Nothing. Everything is rice. Even Or everything is fish, even rice sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but look at you, Emma. You <laughs> I got, know. We're spoiled. You got nuggies, dogs, yeah. hogs. Portillo's frogs. has a vegan dog now. Next I, time you, you told me that. Yeah. And yeah. James just had it, so it's great. Awesome. Threw it through the garden, as they say. My favorite tour meal actually is uh, California, and it's Ike's. Ooh, Ike's is great. Love I Ike's. Ike's has expanded, though. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah, elsewhere. they're in Vegas. They even have them in Texas now. Arizona, Texas, probably New Mexico. Mm-hmm. You ever met the Ike? The merrier. No. Oh, he, he's around? He's around. He's at the Burbank one all the time. Is he and small? He, he's, he looks oh like a small God. man. He's Emma, I can't believe that you just said that. He's I'm legit sorry. like he's no no I mean like how did you know? I would have never known that he's straight up like I saw a cutout of him <laughs> and I took a picture with it. That's exact size. Oh wow. He's, he's like five five foot, I think, maybe four eleven. He's a very small guy. Well, that's a short small king. Man. And he because he's whenever he's there, you get ten percent off. What a guy. He's insane, dude. I, he's I, I like Ike. Amazing. I want to meet him. Yeah. Shout out, thought, hey Ike, we want you on the show, brother. We've had, I've had yeah, the honor please. twice now. I'm sure it'll never happen again. But yeah, Ike, uh, I th- he's got to live close to Burbank because he's at that one there all the go. time. And the soda fountains always the, they fill them syrups there. I'll all tell right. you what, they don't replace, they have cheer wine? They do have cheer I wine. I do have cheer wine. That's I'm not where big, I discovered voodoo chips too, and those ooh, are my favorite. Love a voodoo chip, the the spicy mm-hmm. one. Oh, the spicy one, dude. Yeah. Just had it uh, in, in, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> they sell them at the Dollar Tree. Really? Yes. Uh-huh. This is this is break, <laughs> this is breaking news, folks. It's awesome. All right. Well, we're at an hour eight, so this is a good time to wind things down. Yep. Uh, Emma. It has been such a pleasure having you on the show. Is Thank there anything me. you want to leave the people with as as a person who 
people want to hear from and care about. Fuck, we didn't have, we didn't talk about Limp Biscuit. I guess let's talk about Limp Biscuit. What was that like? Uh, yeah, we got we um, got to know. It was wild. Um, yeah. yeah, I feel like everyone everyone asked this because it's just so insane that that was even a thing in the first place. I did not know. I, I didn't believe it was real until we like you know loaded in and we were like, all right. This is a sound check, but yeah, they mm. took such good care of us, like literally free catering all day. So we had mm. like free food whenever, um, their crew was amazing. Fred was super nice. Um, we hung out and it was just like an in- incredible experience and their fans are wild, but, um, I feel like they got it. So, you know, it's really interesting that they, Kind of had like no involvement with hardcore at all, at all, for and forever, and then brought like eight hardcore bands on tour at the same time. Mm-hmm. That's the nice thing to do. Yeah, <laughs> it nice. sure is. Yeah, <laughs> and it seems like yeah. you guys all rose to the occasion and 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 won the people over. So what's, yeah, all the I mean, videos I saw now? looked really good. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, they were just stoked to be there, and a lot of the markets that we played were like you know sea markets, like. Ontario, Green Bay, Indiana, Gary, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like people that don't experience live music. And so it was like, a, mm. it was an event for them. So it was cool. It's cool to be a part of it. So cool. So proud of you. Oh, thank you. Uh, I know a tour you have coming up. Can you talk about that? Yeah. We're going on tour with the Devil Wears Prada and Jeez. Straight from the Path. And that's like six weeks. I think five or six. And then we're playing Blue Ridge. Um, we're going to go back to Furnace Fest this year, which I'm really excited for. Wow. And then we go back or actually first time in Europe with uh, Lionheart and Terror in October. Oh, that's going to be great. Lionheart is like mm-hmm. the fucking the Beatles there. It's crazy. Are you in a sprinter I, or are you in a bus? Do you know? Sprinter. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Good luck. Godspeed. Godspeed, yeah. brother. I know. Uh, It'll be a time. The, the first time is like it rose colored, rose tinted. So, it's so like magical you're, it's that you're so not cool. even, yeah, you're not matter. even suffering. So don't worry matter. about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. But we we got to have you back after you've, after yeah. you've been in Europe. A follow yeah. up after Europe. That's a great idea. A modern Euro tour review from Emma. Mm. Love You'll it. be our well, correspondent. I mean, we might be a little busy after, but maybe we'll want to talk about that stuff too. So we'll, I'll oh. definitely come back for sure. I the see. wishers are just going. Wow. I see. Is there that's other stuff that you, that's on it yet to be announced? Uh, yeah, we're working on some things. Oh, crazy Good for you. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. Thank you, Emma, for being with us. Mm-hmm. We'll be not back next Wednesday with insert guest. <laughs> uh, we can't wait to see you. Thank you so much. Good night, everybody. Goodbye.